So today we're going to just do a random question that actually came up that involves a few different areas of halacha and Ilka Shabbos. And that's the question of the dead hearing aid battery. So there's not much discussed about a person who's walking around on Shabbos with a hearing aid and the battery goes dead. The best thing, of course, is to make sure you have good live batteries before Shabbos. But there's a lot of discussion about watches that die on Shabbos. Somebody has a watch and out of the blue, he's in the street and suddenly he notices it's got the wrong time because the battery died. Well, a watch whose battery died doesn't really serve any purpose anymore and then the watch becomes muksa. But Rabbi... If it's muksa, then how do you take it off your hand? That's a great question, Eitan Brockerer. Great question. If it's muksa and it's on your wrist, what are you supposed to do about it? Some people actually say it's better to keep it on your wrist because that's the not normal way of handling a watch. The normal way to handle a watch is to pick it up with a hand and then put it on you. The way to, when the watch is on your wrist, you're wearing it, you're not handling it. So actually, the way to remove a watch that's muksa would have to be clacker yad if you're able to get your finger under it and like squeeze it off your wrist and off of your hand. The reason that you'd have to remove it with clacker yad is because it doesn't have the normal permission of continuing to hold it until it's put away that we have with, let's say, a hammer once it was picked up for permissible use. So then you're able to now put it back to where it belongs. The watch does not have a din of klishem lakdil iser. A dead watch is considered useless, like eitzim va'avonim, and the only way to handle it would be kilaachiyad in an awkward fashion to remove it somehow backhandedly from your wrist. The second question comes up is, if you're standing in the street, then you're running into the problem of carrying a dead watch. So long as the watch is actually working, many places can say that's considered like a malbush. It's giving you comfort of always knowing the time. Some say it's a taxid, it's an adornment, it's an accessory that makes you look better. Um, a dead watch doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't tell the time. And unless it's really a beautiful, nice watch that you'd like to wear as jewelry, even without it working, most watches will not be considered a jewelry when they're dead. And then you run into the problem of caring, just like caring anything else, which is an issue if you're stuck in Rosh Hashanah. The question is, do we use the same uh, halakhic approach to a dead hearing aid? Well, if somebody is considered hard of hearing to the point that it's needed, they're incapable of doing regular, normal, daily tasks and operating as usual, then they're considered like a chayla. And if they're considered like a chayla, especially if it's considered a chayla shiyah sakana, if there's a certain danger of not hearing uh, uh, cars approaching or some other things, so a chayla is able to ask a guy to replace the battery. And even if right now there is no non-Jew available and you don't have the battery on you, since there still is potential on Shabbos to get the battery changed, the hearing aid will not be considered muksa. And therefore, you could continue handling it. The problem is, even if it's not muksa, right now if you're stuck outdoors while wearing a dead hearing aid, the dead hearing aid is not functioning to help your body. And if it's not functioning to heal your body, it's a problem of carrying. Now, some would suggest that having a hearing aid on your ear is the normal way to transport a hearing aid. But if we consider this to be a dead hearing aid, I don't think it's the way to transport a dead hearing aid is on your ears. Um, when you first go to a store, to a doctor, to get a hearing aid before it's actually operating, you don't put it on your ears. A person would carry it in their hand. So perhaps carrying it on the ears is considered kalakayad, which would still be an iser de rabbanat. The question is, if you have something that you're very anxious over, like a very expensive hearing aid, and you don't have a safe place to put it for the rest of Shabbos, leaving it outdoors would be an issue. 
So then you could ask a guy to bring it home for you. If you don't have a guy, you may be able to do pachas, pachas, walk two feet, stop, walk two feet, stop. <coughs> until you get to a safe place to put it. Um, and if you're still balling, that's not an option. You may be able to carry it on the ears. However, other people may say that it is still considered the derech to carry hearing aids on the ears um, let, in, let's say, a normal situation during the week. If something dies, it's a safe place to keep the hearing aid without it getting bumped into things or dirty. And maybe that is considered a normal place even for a dead hearing aid. And therefore, it's advisable not to walk around with it. It may be the if we're talking about somebody who's not so hard of hearing that it makes them uh, dysfunctional, it makes them t- um, incapacitated, they can't function normally, then it's considered like a mechash. If it only improves their hearing, then it's not something that we may be able to ask a guy, and the hearing aid will become muksa. The reason for that is, putting a battery into your hearing aid is probably a dairaisa, even though the circuitry itself will not get red hot, um, so therefore the electricity itself may be the Arbanon, but putting a battery into a non-operating item and get an operating, maybe Makabipatish and maybe Bona uh, Molid will be a Arbanon, but Bona Makabipatish, maybe Dairaisa and you can only ask a guy to do that if the person is considered a Chayla who's unable to function properly um, without them. So if a person is just using it because they're a little hard of hearing, they would not be able to ask a guy to do so and therefore it would also be a problem of Muksa.